0: Hello, hey. 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 welcome to the February edition of the Woodman Worship Podcast, recording after a couple snow days, so happy snow day. But it Be-ing. is
1: February.
2: Snow day like snow days.
1: Yes. We are recording February in February this time. It,
2: yeah.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, as opposed to last month. Unlike last time it when it was December. like, <laughs> it hadn't been
0: Christmas yet and we were recording January <laughs> yeah. and I You're gave away- like, Wow, I, what a great start to I the year. gave away all our secrets.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> still kind of mad about that.
0: All right. Well, welcome to the show. We got Carson. A. Casey. Hello. And special what second time appearance? Second time appearance. Wow. Mr. Andrew Foltz. Hello. You may know him from the Woodman Heights stage or booth. Both um, both and. Both and. So it is February. Um, couple things to get on your radar My this birthday. month. It is Carson's 21st birthday. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So turn twenty one. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. What can people send you for your birthday? Mm. Um, do you if anyone has mustache oil? Yeah, yeah. That that could grooming, be grooming products. For Chipotle the mustache. gift cards. Chipotle gift cards. Yeah. While we're on the subject of Chipotle, Oh, my gosh, Andrew, if I just said if I gave you ten dollars and okay. said you need to go and get a meal at Chipotle, okay. would you think this ten dollars is adequate to get? What I want at Chipotle or not? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Did I, just, did I take Casey's side on yes, this? You, sure yes, did. you did.
3: How oh. much is adequate? What do you think? I think thirteen, fourteen. Wow. Mm. Well, because Chipotle expensive. Cause no. you're if, someone's o- buying, if someone's buying, if someone's buying you Chipotle, oh, then I'll, I'll stick to ten bucks if somebody yeah, else is buying. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but, but to be fully, fully
0: satisfied at Chipotle, you would want more than ten dollars.
3: Well. Full,
0: what is fully satisfied? No, just like, like that was a good meal.
3: Okay. Yeah. 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 Probably more. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You'd want more. I'd say more than dollars.
2: ten dollars. But if someone puts a ten dollar limit right. on me, then like. Right. right. Yeah.
3: Sure. And it's free for me. That wasn't the question, though. The question was, if I just give you ten dollars, right. right? Is right. it right. adequate?
1: Yeah. To get what you want, and yeah. the answer is no. That's true. Yeah. Sure.
0: We have a uh, twenty-four hours of prayer coming up Friday, March fourth, Saturday, March fifth. Twenty four hours. Um and that is gonna be kicked off with a night of worship and prayer starting at six PM Friday, March fourth in the Rockerman Worship Center. So kicking off those twenty four hours with some time in worship, some time praying it will be very special. It's always special to be together as a team, as a congregation. So hopefully you can mark your calendars for that. Friday, March fourth. Um got some fun new songs we're gonna do that night. And yeah, it's always just fun to have a full stage too. So that will be great. Um, what else? Oh, happening in February. New song, Firm Foundation, Cody Carnes, Chandler Moore, Maverick City Music, which I think is going to be a lot of fun to play. Um, I think thematically is going to be a great tie-in as we continue in this 10 Words to Live By series, just talking a lot about um, thematically, um, you know what, what we're commanded to do in Scripture might be different. Than what the world would say But we stand on a foundation of Christ And what he's done for us And so I think it was just really cool to sing it And I think it'll be fun to play I've not played it yet But I think it'll be fun to play So let's have a clip of that song
2: I put my faith in Jesus Cause he's never let me down He's faithful through generations So, why would he feel now? He won't. He
0: won't. Great transition to move into new music, what we're listening to right now.
2: I'll piggyback off the, uh, the. Prayer night, worship night, uh, currently planning on playing this, but uh, there's a song I've been loving lately called Jesus Did It. That's by Anthem Collective, uh, which I don't know if they have any other music out. I heard it because just down the road, New Life played it at like a first Wednesday service and I was like, that song's amazing. It's like a, um, yeah, kind of a personal like testimony song, but it has some like, gospel-esque like flair to it musically and super fun I'm loving listening to it and hopefully we'll play it We'll see let's play a clip but I followed anyway and I walked right into a new life oh it was new life everything is different since he opened my eyes something happened and I'll never be the same.
3: favorites recently um isn't necessarily a new one but um worship initiative just re-released behold him which is originally a 2020 release from paul balash and kim walker smith and i hadn't heard it until worship initiative put it out and i'm really loving it um there's a lot of songs that that thematically go along similar veins but it's kind of the Creation, Incarnation, Crucifixion, resur- Resurrection, Anthem song. But um, I'm really loving their arrangement and how they put it all together. So. I
2: like how they split it up between the two leads, too. Yeah, I
3: do, too. That's nice. I do, too. Yeah.
0: Does it feel like like Worship Initiative used to be like mostly Shane and Shane, and now they got these new guys? It seems like they over? handed it off a bit. Well, yeah. I like the new guys. Yeah. Aaron Williams and John You wrote Mark that Cole. song, Abide, Aaron Williams. Oh, did. yeah. it's yeah. a great mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so Bricky L co-wrote a song with Stephen Furtick called Nineveh, and it is so powerful. It is so powerful, and it's really, I actually saw her post something on Instagram about how a feedback sandwich, did you guys see that? Mm -hmm. Where it's like Mm -hmm. you tell somebody, I love you, I appreciate these things about you, you're so uh, important to me, here's the hard bit about what I need to tell you, but then I reaffirm but I love you. She's like, that's what this song is. Mm. And it's really, um, a beautiful and powerful song about the freedom and the peace that come and the life that come from following God and submitting to him. Um, and really just a plea to the church and to ourselves to look in and see, are we truly following God or is there an area that we need to submit to him? And so it's just really powerfully written, really creative lyrics pulled me in immediately when I started listening to it. So let's listen to a clip. I know you are a gracious
2: God. I know you're slow to anger. But I misunderstood
0: Elevation's getting prepared to release their next full length, so they've released a couple singles, and I am a big fan of the first one they released, Same God, featuring Jonesaw Berrientes, who may be my actually favorite vocal in the group. Yeah. I just think he's so solid. Um and I love the song because it really calls to mind past faithfulness of God, especially in Scripture, um, but also how that is the same God who is with us now, in um, whatever we're dealing with. Um, I think one of the lines is, uh, "I may not like be facing Goliath, but I still have my own giants." Mm-hmm. Um, and so, talking about like the same God that was with David is with us as well. So. What Super would you cool.
1: say is your biggest giant that you face? Biggest today? giant is
0: like when I'm low on cash <laughs> and going I'm going to Chipotle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I immediately yeah. just started thinking about tall people.
0: Oh. oh. <laughs> CJ Fant like is, probably C. My C. J., giant, yeah. is my biggest giant. Yeah. Yeah. Stu Davis, maybe.
2: <laughs> nice. Very tall. All right.
0: Um, I, don't think, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, but we have uh, we released a song from our October worship night. You keep hope alive, it is Ugh. on YouTube, yeah, uh the live video, and it's I mean, I may be biased, but it's one of my favorite things we've filmed mm. ever
1: It's such a good <laughs> song, it's so powerful, and it's a it's one that I wish we could do on the weekends, but it's really not congregational right. per se, you know, but it's such a powerful song, and having all of our worship leaders up on stage singing that together, having the students sing it out um with us in the church, that were everyone that was there for worship night. It was just a really powerful time.
0: Awesome. Let's move on to our next segment, which you've all been waiting for. Um, we had a electric guitar workshop a few weeks back with the one and only Matt Pedesla. I mean, we've said it before, but played with Passion, Tomlin, Redmond, Matt Marr, currently John, McMillan. John McMillan, currently with Anna Wilson, um, and the dude is a monster. So we brought, uh, we've got Carson on, we got Andrew on to talk a little bit about, as electric players, things that they learned from that workshop, major takeaways, um, and then we're going to roll a clip, uh, Carson and I had a chance to sit down with him the morning after the workshop, actually, his last day with us, and talk a little bit, um, which was really cool. So I think And we'll we
2: played a rousing game of
0: mouth guitar, guitar. yes. Carson, oh. in Carson, which, <laughs> yeah.
2: this is maybe my proudest achievement. I dominated. I no, I did. I did a mouth guitar part, and then he said, "Not can you do it again? Can you play it again?"
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Use the word play. Yeah. Wow.
1: I don't. Yeah. I don't think that was. You could retire. as deep as you're making it. I
0: mean, <laughs> it's a big deal for me. And the amazing <laughs> thing was, some of the mouth guitar parts Carson was doing were songs or were, were riffs that Matt had written or played, yeah. and it was just.
1: No way. I'm Did sure. You know I'm that? sure
0: Matt was thinking, I finally made it. Like, oh, for sure. These guys on the podcast are doing mouth guitar of yeah. my riffs.
1: <laughs> yeah. <Wow>. Yeah.
3: <laughs> anyway. Um, it was certainly the highlight of his career. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's right. There's no doubt.
0: That's right. Um, anyway, so major takeaways from time with Matt.
3: Uh, what are my biggest takeaways? Well, there's a couple, but I'll, I'll say one for now. Um he said something and he just kind of let let it sit though. He said know your style and know your dynamic threshold for every situation you're in. And that kind of hit me one as a player, um but two as an audio tech um I mean both of those. I mean that that phrase sits well with which with whichever seat you're in. Um because I think we've all kind of been in that in that situation of okay the the song is ebbing and flowing dynamically. Where am I supposed to go? What am I supposed to do? And I think, I mean, he's, he's essentially just saying just no and and uh, be prepped enough, um, be prepared to go into those situations. Also, as a, as a tech, understand the ebb and flow of the electric guitarist's dynamic and mix accordingly. I mean, we can only work with what we're given. Um, so... So know that and understand where the song is going, understand where the electric guitar is trying to fit into that soundscape of whichever song it is, and, um, yeah, work with it. So that was one of my favorite things that he said. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, just to piggyback off that a little bit, um, I always love hearing how these pros are preparing for sets, especially, like, he's kind of a... His career is kind of like a hired gun type. So an artist will call him, like, here's the set. Can you come play? And he talked a lot about his process of listening to the song. He'll, he'll sit down and he'll chart it out, even someone at his level. Like, he's making his yeah, own chord right. chart in a notebook, and he showed his whole process with that, which was fascinating. And then even getting into his head a little bit on, like, Knowing what his like toolbox is to use when he's approaching the song. So like, for instance, if the song has like a keys riff coming out of the chorus, he's going into the song, knowing there's probably a good chance in a live context, I'm gonna support this a little bit, even if like the guitar part isn't doing that, or like here's a part where I'll probably play octaves to like beefen it up a little bit more versus like a single note thing earlier in the mm-hmm. song. Um, but looking at the song as like a dynamic journey. And how can my instrument uh, help support that? Not just like as I'm sitting here listening to the MP3, but once I'm in the room with the band, like what are the tools that I can use to help kind of, yeah, support that journey. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And you said something, even even somebody at his level, he said also during his prep, if there is a specific part somewhere in the song that he can't necessarily pick out, he goes to YouTube. Yeah. I mean, the dude's, the dude's touring. He's, he's hired in studios, yeah. and he's going to YouTube to pick pick out parts. So, like, I mean, I think, I think that's a uh, something that a lot of musicians look down upon, mm. and that's just silly. I mean, we're yeah. using resources to help us grow, help us learn, and mm. watch somebody else do it. So yeah. I thought that was... Yeah, he
2: was like, he, he feels no guilt no. over seeking out any sort of help. No. Which is awesome.
0: Um, awesome. Well, that. thanks for those takeaways, guys. Super cool to spend time with Matt, and we're going to have that whole workshop um, up. Um, we filmed it, so it's going to be up online at some point very soon. So if you weren't there, or if you play another instrument and you're just interested to hear what we're hoping electric players think through, um, someone like Keys maybe could, could find it helpful to, to watch that since you're kind of in the same dynamic range a bit. Um, yeah, we're going to have that online. We'll let you know as soon as that is posted. But for now enjoy um, a portion of a conversation we had with him after the workshop, Um, just sitting down and kind of debriefing after the week together. So here is me and Carson and Matt. All right. Well, hey, welcome to a very special segment on the podcast. Excited to have Matt Padesla with us. Why don't you just tell us a little bit, kind of briefly how you got involved with guitar, with, with worship and, um, and yeah, just your background a little bit growing up.
4: All right. A little testimony. Yeah. I accepted Jesus six years old. Um, I was having a temper tantrum. My mom told me I needed grace. And I remember accepting Jesus in my heart. And, uh, my mom was a nursery director growing up at our church. So I was always involved in church. Um, and, uh, I, I music was always in my life, but I'm more of a concert band in that um my you know middle school years but and younger. But uh in high school, um I went through a uh, you know little tragedy. A friend of mine passed away in high school and uh I our our friend group, we kinda dealt with the loss with picking up guitar and um just kind of camped out at the church, our church for weeks, <laughs> learning mm-hmm. learning how to do it and uh we you know we learned we learned worship songs and we also learned um funny, you know, Dave I say I say this last night like Dave Matthews Band, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Classic. Bunch of worship songs in Dave Matthews band with all the chords way back. But um yeah, classic. But uh that season, um yeah, the church was really great to my friends and I, and Lord was faithful, it was really hard, and we we really In the loss there, I was in tenth grade. I was not just turning sixteen, and um, I just remember in in my life I chose to, you know, Lord gives and takes away, and just Mm. and I just chose to worship, and that's kind of been in my life um, since. know, I've gone through some ups and downs, like Mm -hmm. we all have, and some moments where I probably rededicated my life because you need question stuff. But that from that moment too, I chose to truly trust God and. Everything, no matter what, like he's there, mm-hmm. and so, um, from that moment, I kind of felt it. I never knew, um, it could possibly be something I could do with all my time, you know, to mm-hmm. fulfill joy and then finances, like as a job. But, um, I was always on my heart, I was like, if there's any way, um, you know, that I could do this, I just feel this is a real big passion on my life to well, not just worship, but help others grow and then be involved in churches and lead people in worship. So um, my worship leader, in, I grew up in Connecticut, and she um, just really invested in, in me and some of my friends and let's play every Sunday and just fail. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, every week, and um, that was just such a huge impact on me, and I learned, um, like looking back on it now, how much grace she gave us <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and opportunity. And um, um, yeah, from there, uh, I went to... Uh, college in Charleston, South Carolina, and got involved in another i found a church down there and um yeah, the Lord just opened up a lot of a lot of doors um for me um musically from that yeah. but um but that it just kept inspiring me too and i just i went to school for accounting, but i never meant, i meant to tell either. you last night
0: you said you graduated in two thousand and seven with an accounting degree yes, so
4: did i did you really yes, look at us look we at have us that. Now. Look at where we are. <laughs> Really worked
0: out that accounting yeah, really,
4: degree. Really, <laughs> really worked out.
0: Really worked out for the five months I used it. Yeah, I know,
4: I know. But yeah. I'm glad. For me, it was uh, who knows. Hey, I don't know. Lord can do anything. Maybe I will be maybe you accounting f- all in my own accounting firm <laughs> someday. But but um, dream big. You know. Well, it is yeah. funny actually. When I some of my seasons of playing with some artists, I actually still use this account, and he does all my taxes because oh. I don't trust myself yeah. to do it right. But <laughs> for me, the the where um, right, Lord taught me. And that to go finish, like college, finish it, yep. you know, do it well. Yep. So that was a big lesson for me in that, nice. even though I didn't really know what I wanted to do in that.
0: Yeah. Nice. Um, That's awesome. The one thing I really enjoyed hearing you talk about last night was just how the electric um, can contribute to the kind of the dynamic journey of the song and practical things that you do with your instrument to kind of to lead people on that journey and contribute to that. And so I think that'd be cool for everyone kind of on our team to hear a little bit about how you're not just trying to remember the parts and play them. You're actually thinking about building and, you know, dropping down and like taking people kind of through a journey of whatever four and maybe, five minutes. Yeah.
2: And maybe even speak broadly into like the role of the guitar in the mm-hmm. like modern worship band. Okay. Right?
4: Yeah. Um, Great. Well, just to start off one metaphor I like to use yeah. is I think of a worship song as like going up to up the mountain to the top of the mountain and then coming back down. So um I look at you know, the beginning of the song, it's some songs we start in big, but um basically your the electric guitar um is is such well it can be literally a loud instrument, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it has a lot of power with the sounds. Um and um, I guess you know all drums do too, but I think getting to that pinnacle, the mountaintop, the peak of the song, um, I just always try to, you know, kind of it's going up to each plateau and then going up again. So it's like you know if you know verse you bring it down, then you keep going up, you know, chorus, you keep going up and up until maybe that you know second chorus or bridge or third chorus is the biggest part, and you just keep adding mm. layers or go you know if it's higher up the neck or more you know more sounds and guitar world, you know, more overdrive or effects sometimes, but, um, in the higher parts to the pinnacle to make it the most exciting. And then, you know, as a song, a lot of songs, um, you know, some just end, but then other ones come down slowly. And as you come down, you're still kind of creating this atmosphere, trying to focus on creating the atmosphere, um, and add to the song until it, till we end, until the mm-hmm. worship song ends. So, um, that's one way I try to look at it. It's just, you know, especially getting to the peak, trying to make it as exciting. Cause whenever you get to the mountaintop, it's the most exciting. So I, I just try to always think about how I can get, you know, save something slowly till the, 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 the peak and then, you know, bringing it back down slowly. Um, mm. so that's one way to think about it. And, uh, um, Carson, what was your, I'm sorry, your other your question. No, just
2: there. the role of guitar in like a modern worship. Band. Yeah. The yeah. role.
4: Yeah. So I, I think, um, i one thing is, is to create atmosphere um and glue i call i use mm. terms like glue and then gooiness with mm-hmm. the with the effects um just to make it feel good. It's funny i don't a lot of um everyone you know every worship team has people all um over the map of skill talent and competency and but I always know every worship leader just generally wants it to feel good that's mm-hmm. all mm. just feel yeah. good not anyone's really gonna make sure you're playing the exact you know. I mean, yeah, it's great to learn the main signature parts, yeah. but you know, if you don't, I think it's just making the song feel good. That's like, in in you know, when I say f- I'm saying feel good, but I mean more of you know, add to the atmos- the worship atmosphere and be you know, play in a try to play in a humble way um, to help others worship. So, an atmosphere often you know, in in today's context is with some of the effects, the reverbs and delays to make it. And I use words like gooey and glue because you can. You um, use a lot of those effects to kind of make a an an ambient bed of sound Mm -hmm. to just kind of sustain out, and that's it's uh, everybody has you know a lot of players have a different way of doing it on getting there, but uh, I just challenge everyone to kind of figure out a way to do that. Um, And I you know shared some tips last night on the technical side Mm -hmm. of what I do, but um, um, you know, just trying to create this atmosphere and gooiness through everything to kind of keep everything. Um congruent together and just um you know making the worship leader and the room um, just really be in the atmosphere of worship so that's that's kind of my goal and what I think uh, one big role and then the other role, um yeah, with the signature lines like more on the musical, you know is you can really give a song the identity and labor you know it's you know people when you play the signature lines the right way, it lets everybody know what song you're playing and um they're written a certain way. so I think you know help. By learning those parts correctly and playing them, it's like letting everyone know, Oh, this is the song, and you know, everyone gets excited when you play the song right and especially if it's a great song. So a mm-hmm. um, couple roles for that.
2: Yeah. I, well, so one thing I really enjoyed in the workshop was seeing you play some of these songs that we're doing in rotation on weekends. You played through Thousand Names, played through Battle Belongs. Battle Belongs. Um, and I think what I like so much about that was seeing your own spin on the song. And, uh, you know, so every weekend on Planning Center, all of our ministry partners get all the individual stems. And sometimes you log in and there's seven electric stems and there's four key stems. And there's always the question of, like, how much do I learn this song note for note? How much do I make it my own? Where can I make it my own? And so I guess I'd love to hear you talk a little bit about, like, your approach to learning songs, where is that line? Like, how do you add your own flavor
4: to this? Yeah. So, um, again, in a perfect world, we all have no other jobs and <laughs> families, <laughs> and we can dream. devote all the time mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, all the time, all our time to that. But um, yeah, I guess in an ideal situation, um, I talked about charting yep. the songs so last like night, kind of making more of a mathematical formula than just reading like a chord chart so you know exactly where. Um, everything lands. I do that. Um, I make my own charts. Um, so I, I feel like when I write it and look at it and listen, all the time I learn it better so I can more memorize it. And then, you know, obviously in a perfect world, everybody can ha- has a time and, you know, that. But um, I do find if you have the time to try to do that and, and you memorize it, it allows you to worship more freely mm-hmm. than sticking to charts. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and also doing it the chart way, you can communicate. Um, I'm just big on knowing the number system and the notes, like the scales, knowing both those ways, because then you can clearly communicate to team members who maybe are, all, you know, everyone's all over um, the map with experience and, and music knowledge. So um, it's if you have some time to devote to it, I think it's cool just to communicate in a clear way. Um, but as far as the parts and all that, so when I look at all those, you know, a Phil song or Elevation Worship song with like seven to eight guitars, you know, typically you have... Um, you have like a main signature guitar hook, right? And that mm-hmm. that might come in the choruses and intro, turnaround, and bridge. So you have like the main things. And then in the verse. Like the song would miss it. Yeah, the song would miss it. So that, you know, especially if you're the only guitar player, try to learn the main the main hook, especially at the um intro and if there's an instrumental or a turnaround. Mm-hmm. You know, um the um that's always always try to learn that. Um then there's typically the chords, right? There's rhythm guitars. So um I make sure I know I try to learn the chords. When I chart out the song with all the chords, that's my way of learning it. And you know, everyone there's different voicings for chords we could, you know, that's we could talk a little bit about that. But um I generally um know those just in case of the keyboard player, I will walk over to the keyboard player and or I'll listen and see what in in the tracks as well what low information they're playing. So sometimes if they're just playing higher stuff maybe in the chorus, it's smart for me to play big chords instead of I so I'm basing it on what's kinda it what's going on with the team that week. Um mm. you know, and then and that just takes you know, like experience um and you know, listening and again, we all are busy and you know but that in an ideal situation you can just listen to what the Cure player asks them and kinda look at what the tracks, if there is anything low like synths or other guitars, and if there isn't, then maybe I would stay low to make it sound bigger. Um and then in the verses, you typically would have like a rhythmic, like a palm mute, or a driving kind of thing, or like kind of the picking, you know, reverb that seems to be a lot of the stuff. So, um, you know, you can't do both of those. Um, mm-hmm. I, depending on the arc of the song, like, you know, the intensity, I maybe would choose one or two for each verse. So like if, if the first verse has no drums, maybe that I would be more of the picky reverby stuff and swells. But if... You know, the second verse if the drums and there's more rhythm. Or if there is rhythm on the first verse, I would stay with the rhythmic thing to kind of help it move more. So um, just some little, you know, things. But but it depends. You know, and again, I you can double check the tracks. But um, just so generally, I'd be able to, like, play a big hook or the, you know, lead line at the intro. And then when the verse either, like, swells or some, you know, the picking clean thing this is just kind of like a mm, you know general thing but then in the chorus you know you can if there's a high guitar hook that'd be cool or if you know it's just the band is smaller like you know maybe there's not even a keys player then maybe i would play chords to help it sound big and kind of from there with that so then you just keep, keep building maybe the second verse would be more rhythmic like the palm mute if palm mute stuff and then um like that so generally you have like those kind of four main things going on um, any of that any of those auxiliary if there's any weird Guitar stuff, like when I say weird, you know, sound, I don't really I think it's more important just to play chords. Mm-hmm. The main hook or kinda if there is like a verse kind of line that maybe mimics the melody or something, that's that's cool. Um but anything, you know, with all there's so many of those guitars. I would just focus chords, <laughs> the main hooks, and then kind of the just anything to help the momentum of moving yeah. the song forward.
2: Well, and even after all the preparation, the charting stuff out, the learning the hooks, there's the aspect of just listening. When you're yes. in the room with the band, like yeah, what's what, happening? It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a
4: lot. And everyone, you know, again, we all don't have all the time. So I think, I just think you do your best every week, you That's know, right. and what you cover your time and you just have an openness to learn. I, I do ask, you know, your music, whoever's in charge, music director, the worship leader, what they like, or sometimes asking the um, sound guy, you know, what is working out, what they think is working out front is, is not sometimes. It's actually really good to always do that. If you're unsure, asking more questions and – um you know, I, I used to be prideful of I would learn all these parts and come in on whatever Sunday morning or with an artist, and then they would be like, "Don't play that," and I would be like, "Oh." And then I realized I'm like, "Who cares? It's just a guitar part or it's a chord," you know. So I call with all that, you know. I just try to, you know. Every everybody um, has their different opinion. I can play the same song right with we can with ten different worship leaders, and every, if I ask them, they'll be like, "Well, I like you playing chords on this chorus and this," and they'll all say something different. And I just kind of. Serve whatever situation you're in if you ask the questions and what people think they prefer feeling, that whoever's in charge. And that's kinda that's kind of my role with that. And and if they don't ask, if they don't say anything, then I just kinda do what I think. <laughs> so yeah, that's so it's kind of just, you know, have an open heart and serve an attitude of it and yeah. do your best.
0: That's awesome. I mean you touched on it a little bit, but like working with um like audio engineers, um, you know, electric players are notorious for being super picky about their tone and wanting to oh, craft yes. it really well. But the reality is like you're hearing something in your ears and everyone else is hearing it out of the PA. Like how what have you kind of learned best practices, tips for developing a good relationship
4: kind of with um whoever's mixing? Oh yeah. Always I just always try to be in this um servant and teachable attitude. Mm-hmm. Um just team right team morale, no matter what, is more important than you know, if someone has a different tone idea or the way something should be, it's better. We're here. We're all here to serve the church, mm. serve others. You know, and and help facilitate. You know, worship happen. So, I think. I uh, I I I always try to come with the whole lot. So Even if I have a pretty different opinion, if someone tells me something, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna try it. Yeah. You know, just try to go for it. I think. uh Um, like I've had some funny, just funny. You know. Growing pains over the years happened with, you know, trial and error things. With if you're using amps, having them on stage and being loud. I think I told the story last night how I tried to isolate my amp, but I put it in the <laughs> the uh, baptismal um, ho- like waiting room for all the families and their kids. So they it was like they all had to evacuate. Yeah. So yeah, this, I thought I was doing a good job. I getting my amp off stage, but then I ruined a really important Sunday for a lot of families, <laughs> or made it memorable. Yeah. But I think, uh, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I I think you'd just be teachable. I think I think actually going up and asking. I think being proactive and being like, Hey, you know, just let me know if what I'm giving you is working, if it's, you know, too bright, too dark, too, if it's too much effects or too less effects, what's what's working out front, um, you know, and just kind of going from there, building yeah. that. What a great guy. Love him.
0: <laughs> Love that guy. The best. Um, He's the best. He's a great hang. I mean, as good as he was a guitar player, maybe even a better hang. Absolutely. Yeah, such yeah. a great hang. So many stories, so fun. Great heart just to help um, churches and teams be better.
2: Simultaneously
0: um, makes me want to pick up my
2: guitar more and put it down forever.
4: <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: right. Well done. Um, so, yeah, hope you enjoyed that. Um, and yeah, that was just a segment. Just a segment. That was just... 20 minutes of
2: the conversation but there's a whole lot more including <laughs> the mouth guitar segment if you go listen to the bonus episode of the oh, full that's conversation right. that's
0: right yeah so yeah um but that's it for this month so thanks for joining us thanks for serving with us and we'll see you on a weekend and talk to you next month on the podcast
2: bye see ya